people how are you doing how's the going and how's your week going so far how's it been uh today we actually have a funny and interesting topic um we are talking about something that's at the core of i think most african countries since they are heavily informal most people tend to now start to create their own path in terms of career and sort of like building wealth it is in and i think today we're talking about people who create things in extreme situations of uncertainty you yeah. know how it's going to turn out <laughs> yes welcome back to our podcast and uh, we are happy to have you and uh, yes today we are going to discuss about entrepreneurship and um how we view entrepreneurship and how society treat entrepreneurs and our entrepreneurs treat society and uh for me it's a very interesting topic a lot of things to cover yeah and as a former entrepreneur and today a full-time employee and um understand the implication of entrepreneurship and uh but again you know i mean this is an opportunity for me to share more about what i think about entrepreneurship in general okay so let's just structure it the right way before all of you guys start attacking us we are not attacking entrepreneurship in general but we're just asking a question that is entrepreneurship overrated because i think in africa i think all of us most of us are entrepreneurs yeah because basically according to the oxford dictionary an entrepreneur is basically someone who sets up a business or businesses taking on financial risk in hope for profit so it's not just that tech bro that's in the corner who's making the next ai model to filter out i don't know whatever but the mambamboga who's literally sitting in the corner uh selling vegetables and tomatoes is also an entrepreneur so do you think entrepreneurship is overrated i don't think that entrepreneurship is overrated um but i think we need to move past that we need to move past the fact that today um we need to all glamorize entrepreneurship uh we need more mission and impact driven entrepreneurs as opposed to uh, well listen actually i need to build something i need to be the founder of this i need to have a business card reading ceo of that and and i think that you know and and that's a challenge today that we we are facing uh, in a way that people find happiness in just being a founder or ceo of something rather than uh the impact of whatever business that they're setting uh, uh itself and that's basically where my problem is uh because oftentimes actually you fall into the trap of i want to be the first at doing this rather than looking around to see uh isn't there anyone who is very successful at that specific thing and can we combine forces nice. so what i'm calling for is us to put our ego aside to come together as people who want to have impact combine our forces and uh push for change in our individual societies i don't think that entrepreneurship is overrated i just think that we have reached a state where um entrepreneurship is no longer about impact impact it's more about title yeah basically there this i think there is a new dawn or a new age of entrepreneurs who are not entrepreneurs basically what they are they are called entrepreneurs where they carry the title and not really 
the work that is going to actually impact society. Mm. I'm going to carry the title, since I'm a techie, I'll carry the title CTO. And I'm not creating any technology that is going to be enabling the society um, to improve itself in terms of like just being becoming a bit more efficient and solving like problems that are challenging at the core of society. So we've embraced and sort of like started taking in the titles, which is the part that's overrated about entrepreneurship. Because mm-hmm. everybody who's jobless right now is going to call themselves, I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. because to an extent they are also ashamed of the status that they are in. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be addressing myself as like a jobless person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with my colleagues and my, my friends. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take the title CEO of a company that's not generating any revenue mm-hmm. and just attach it to that. Mm-hmm. Next, oh, I'm just going to create create a company because I totally believe that I'm not meant to be employed in this life. I can't work for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, just how we don't have like gener- like Gen Z, we don't have that soft skill in terms of like wanting to commit to a primary location of a job. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waking up going to the office. Yeah. So I think that's what gets to overrate the whole part of like entrepreneurship where people yeah. get to carry and Mm-hmm. invest more on the title rather yeah. than the actual work that the title is supposed to come with mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. i think we need to go back to the basics of where we have leaders without titles yeah where mm-hmm. you can drop the title ceo but you are actually putting in the work of a ceo or cto or ceo or whatever type of title that you'd want to attach to it yeah that way you drive impact in society mm-hmm. so you're leading the innovation at the forefront yeah. And also, you know, something that is very important to mention is that um, Africa uh, from the very, very early days has always been associated with entrepreneurship. True. It's just that today the narrative around the concept of being an entrepreneur is very much linked to being a tech entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. You know, um, go on the street of Nairobi or Harare or Ouagadougou or Abidjan, uh, you will see hustlers. You will see people fighting every day to make admits. Uh, people trying uh, their very best um, to make a living out of nothing. And I think that uh, when we started talking about entrepreneurship, let's say in mid-2000 to mm-hmm. now, it's always associated to the wave of the like of Facebook, the like of Instagram, the like of Google, and so on. Yeah. So today, actually, you know, what is considered entrepreneur is someone who is operating in the tech and tech, uh, tech, tech, you know, and, and, and I believe that, you know, uh, we need to move past that, especially in Africa, where service, service industry is very good and we need it for our own development. But I think that, you know, getting to build things that uh, can eventually, you know, uh, strengthen um, the foundation of our environment uh, the African environment and society in general is also good. To me, an owner of a restaurant, mm-hmm. someone who decides to build a restaurant is an entrepreneur. And to some extent, that person needs to be glamorized because that person is making an impact. impact. That impact may not be at the level of Google or Facebook, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it is an impact. And that's basically why I said that we need more impact-oriented entrepreneur rather than title-oriented entrepreneur, right? Ten years ago, I thought about the idea of financial inclusion. Uh, back then, I was in Burkina Faso. Um, I was still a student with uh, very limited 
limited resources. And today I work with MFS Africa, one of the biggest payment platforms in the continent. And um, I'm happy where I am. And simply because I get to have the same impact. I get to see the same impact. And the mission has remained constant. The vision has remained constant, which is to impact financial inclusion inclusion. on the continent. It wasn't about me saying that I wanted to be a founder of something. No. I said I want to have impact. And regardless of where that that place could be or that place is, uh, I'm happy to contribute to, to, to that specific impact. And I think that to that extent, I believe that, you know, um, young people need to come back to reality and yep. understand that the, the traditional or the, the, the today concept of entrepreneurship can be very much overrated. I feel like entrepreneurship comes with the first year of ego. And some people end up getting into entrepreneurship with the wrong reasons. Um, for example, the most used or overrated statement is, I can't work for somebody. Um, I can't be waking up and going to report to somebody. I can't join an organization. I have to be the boss. Um, I have to be the person who's leading all of that, which sort of like leads to something like entrepreneurship ego. So even if you realize that your company or your idea is not doing well, we don't get to give up and we're living in a world where we've got a lot of motivation that's around us yeah. and some entrepreneurs don't know how to quit so that it sometimes it leads them in the negative where they go and take debt mm-hmm. just to then fund the idea get to live in sort of like environments or conditions that mm-hmm. like a human being can't really survive in mm-hmm. just because they have that ego to sort of like say I, I can't work for anybody yeah, but you're saying you've walked down the entrepreneurship road, yeah. Yeah. So that would mean it came a point. Maybe you had the ego, the entrepreneur's ego, and you're like, nah, I don't want to work no. for somebody. But you go to a point of realization, then you'll be like, I think I can drop working on this particular idea and join forces, as you're saying, with somebody who's able to drive a bigger change and a bigger impact. And when I jump onto this person's vision with the same skills that I have. I can drive more impact. Was there ever a point like that? No, man, at all, actually. And like I said, you know, uh, from the very beginning, I was focused on impact. And, Mm -hmm. And I think being a good entrepreneur is also being pragmatic and rational in the way you approach issues and you approach problems. Yeah. There's no point on dwelling on something that you know very well um, isn't working out, right? And, um, I'm one of those few people who believe that um, it's okay to step back, right? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to restructure whatever vision or ambition that you have. I'm not saying that it's bad to to, to be an entrepreneur who is persistent Mm -hmm. or persevere in the face of adversity. All I'm saying is that um, you need to understand that sometimes you need to move a little bit from whatever uh, uh, structure that you've built yep. and to a new structure that would allow you to still pursue your dream and yep. your ambition. And you, you you mentioned the concept of entrepreneur. You know, I've been hearing a lot of people say, hey, I can't work with someone and all these things. I mean, you know, to some extent, yes, there are people who are very difficult to, to work with. 
based on their character, based on yeah. the way they push you things. But I think in the right organization, whatever energy, because you know, entrepreneurs oftentimes comes with come with entrepreneurship comes with tons of energy. Yeah, you know, it that. comes with a lot of passion <laughs> and all the, these things. It comes with a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah, the right organization will understand that. You know, um, and 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 I believe that organization that are um, uh, uh, impact driven need people like that. And uh, people, yeah, organization, strong organization that are focused on innovation, like MFS Africa, do need uh, people uh, with a great deal of energy and um, entrepreneurs. And, uh, and 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 stuff, and I feel like you know um, there are organizations out there that can accommodate whatever vision that you you know you you may have, but it's important to understand that um, you are no longer in a position of being the boss or the CEO. Yeah, you are working in a team, and you need to work towards accommodating the team. And it's now a team where you have a specific role, and you have to play it very well and take instructions once in a while. Exactly. You know, I mean, you may not necessarily want to hear that uh, when it comes to, but, you know, I mean, it's part of, you know, um, uh, being a team player. Right. And sometimes, you know, we, we tend to defend things uh, from our own per- that we only see uh, from where we stand. And I think that it's sometimes important to step back and hear someone else telling you that, hey, it may not be the right way to approach that specific challenge and and be able to, yes, receive instruction. So I believe that um, uh, working in a company as an entrepreneur should not remove mm-hmm. the core vision or mission that you've set, that for, you've yourself set for yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs, you end up living sort of like in a continuous state of what you'd call uh, living in a state of delusion. Like mm-hmm. most of the time, you're not in touch with the reality anymore. You can see that your startup, which is like your baby, is failing and you want to constantly want to keep pushing at it. Right. Um, let's dive into something here. <clears throat> You're talking about the transition of entrepreneurship and um, sort of like from an entrepreneur into an entrepreneur. But I feel like on my end, it was almost sort of like the same transition where you start off as an entrepreneur. Then you have to realize like, I have to become an an entrepreneur before I become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I have to go and learn. Mm -hmm. As much as I am destined or I want to become an entrepreneur, I can co-found a company or something like Mm -hmm. that and build the technology on my own. I need to go back to the basics and learn from somebody, get into a company and internally get to see how a company is structured. Because sometimes we end up being entrepreneurs where we have one solid set of skills that we know we can execute in, but we then lack in several other things. In my instance, it was, I am a great technical person, but in terms of like having basic soft skills, Mm -hmm. I would then lack in that particular department. So if I happen to employ people, I'm not going to be able to hold them accountable to their Mm -hmm. KPIs. So Mm -hmm. I need to go and attach myself onto like a great entrepreneur who gets to then teach me and ties me down to the ropes and says, this is how you're supposed to run A, B, C, D. Yeah. And then I think basically what I'm saying is you learn, you you can build for yourself by mm-hmm. building for others. Mm-hmm. Over time, five, six, seven years or 10 years down the line, you're then able to just let yourself loose and 
roam freely. You know, you have to shadow someone. Yeah. That's how the whole concept of apprenticeship used to happen in the past, where mm-hmm. we didn't have formal um, education. It would just be shadow somebody. If you want to become a lawyer, shadow this great lawyer for a period of 10 years. And after those 10 years, he's going to certify you to be a great lawyer because as much as you didn't get to study the hard skills, you got to learn a couple of soft skills at the same time, learning the hard skills slowly. So, yeah, yeah. that's basically one of those where you need to know when to do the transition. Because, you know, I mean, like you know, running a business is complex. You yeah. know, it goes beyond just being passionate about something. Right. And unless you are a, a very um, quick learner, uh, it can be very, very difficult, especially mm-hmm. for, you know, one time, one time entrepreneurs and stuff, one time entrepreneurs and stuff. Um, um, uh, simply because um, in order to run a successful business, there are so many things that need to come into play. Yep. Right. And oftentimes, a lot of people will acquire those skills uh, outside whatever organization that they're building. Right. And you take the case of Bloomberg, for instance, in the US. He worked with an organization in Wall Street, I believe, for quite some time before yeah. deciding, you know, to build his own thing because he saw a gap in the markets. Yeah. Right. In most cases, you will find something like that. Right. You know, you have ex Googlers, you know, ex Facebook, you know, and stuff building organization because they were able to learn in a specific setup that gave them that opportunity to learn. Yeah. And I think that most organizations die because of you know um clear lack of business skills you know being passionate about a specific product or a specific market is not enough to build a successful business again we need to understand and that's why today you know if you look at the percentage of businesses dying it's a lot yeah you know um most of you know most you know you can look at the ratio today and uh, most organization that are built in the tech space today maybe you know only 10 percent or five percent will get to actually last you know for 10 to 20 years on average yeah simply because simply because because um, the business fundamentals are not there. Are not there. It's more like you know, I have an exciting product. Let me run to you know a VC, collect some money, build it, and realize at some point that it's not working, and you know go back and apologize and close things. But you can't even create a pitch deck at that particular point. Yeah, I mean, like to me, it's 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 more when we say that you know it's overrated. It's not to necessarily say that. Um, Entrepreneurship is bad. It's just that, you know, uh, we need to be, you know, mission driven. And the whole concept, and I've said it in my previous podcast, the whole concept of fake it till you make it is fake. fake. <laughs> you know, it is fake in a sense that um, it can lead to depression. It can yeah, lead true. to mental health issues. And, and I think that, you know, part of being an entrepreneur, I know that, you know, uh, to be bold, to be courageous, to build something, you need to be a little bit crazy. To quote Steve Jobs, um, you need that fi- irrational fire in you, but at some point you need to be pragmatic. And I think that being pragmatic, you know, will allow you to understand at some point that you know, hey, this thing isn't working. It isn't working. But is there anyone else out there with the same vision that I can work with? Because at the end of the day, I just want to change the world. Change the world. Regardless, of, uh, regardless of. If it's me or someone else, I just want to change the world. Yeah. Um, I think this is taking us back to the first episode. Mm-hmm. Toxic work environment. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you're an entrepreneur. And I think sometimes you can't take the bureaucracy that comes with 
um, certain organizations, mm-hmm. you are so eager to drive innovation and change mm-hmm. in a particular sector that you want. Mm-hmm. So I, I firmly believe that if you go back in time, go listen to the first episode about tox- on toxic work environments, you just then get to realize once you're able to identify a work environment that you're going to plug into as an entrepreneur, and it can that transition from entrepreneur to entrepreneur gets to be super smooth, and still you're in an organization and you're driving change without a lot of bureaucracy happening around you, you then have that fulfillment that most probably you would equally get when you're doing entrepreneurship. You know, from my end, I think, you know, um, I've pretty much covered some of the point that I had and um, not to necessarily say that entrepreneurship is overrated, but uh, we need mission driven, impact driven entrepreneurs, people who are pragmatic and rational enough to understand that I may not have the strength and the resources to go and achieve my specific dream, but someone out there is at the point where, you know, we can combine forces and that brings us to the whole concept of entrepreneurs and we need to glamorize entrepreneurs a little bit more yeah yeah true that Uh, two is better than one Mm -hmm. so it's better for you to drive another person's vision and bring it to completion Mm -hmm. than try and drive your own vision and never bring it to any fruition yes um yeah i think that's about it that's a wrap and i think you should not be ashamed at all in being an entrepreneur Join an organization and drive growth within that organization. And at some point, if you still feel like you're called to be an entrepreneur, you can then jump out. Because even when you're in that organization, you can then see one of the verticals that they really lack in. And you can then get to create something in that department. Because if you see most of that, the startups that start even nowadays, someone is working with Google, then they realize that Google is great at search engine optimization, but they lack in this particular part of analytics. Mm -hmm. Then you branch out and you build your own analytics company. Yeah. Same applies. You see people like the the, the whole PayPal mafia. Mm -hmm. Now there's a Tesla mafia, people that saw weaknesses in Tesla. Yeah. And they're now saying, okay, there is even a paystack mafia. Exactly. You you see? So there are a lot of yeah. sort of like companies that get to now emerge out of other companies because yeah. you drive the growth there, then you realize, okay, it's time for me to step out mm-hmm. and, and get to move, right? The industry is never going to be sort of like saturated with mm-hmm. a certain idea. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be room for you to come and execute something. Yeah. Because you if you're a bearer of a vision, mm-hmm. nobody can ever execute it the same way you yeah. have executed it. Exactly. So, Yeah. Take no shame at all in being an entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, thank you very much for listening in and have a great day. Cheers. Thank you.